What's up, everyone? Before we get into the show today, just a quick reminder to subscribe to the Luke Coleman Show on YouTube, listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, where you can get the full library of episodes, and follow me on social media, at Luke Coltman and at the Luke Coltman Show. All right, let's get into it. Yeah, it's the Luke Cartman Show. It is a comedy podcast. It doesn't pay my bills, but I hope it will because I live in hell. Ain't that the truth? This place is getting worse and worse by the day. You know, NASA have recently come out and said that there is a major asteroid heading towards Earth. And it could show up anytime between now and 2300. Just in case you thought you were going to make it to that point. You know, if anyone could, it'd probably be Elon Musk. You know, you'd probably find a way to freeze his body, you know, and he'll be the only one alive at that point. But is it just me or the idea of an asteroid heading towards Earth any day now is a bit exciting. I gotta be honest. I'm a bit intrigued. Isn't it a bit long overdue? Like when I saw that news, I was like, well, yeah, that makes sense. What about you for an asteroid to land on us? We've been taking the piss for too long now. We've destroyed this planet 10 times over. You know, it's about time we have a face-to-face meeting with an asteroid. And, you know, the way they weird these stories is crazy. Like, it could show up tomorrow, next week, you know, or in 200 years. It's like, Jesus, man. Like, there's this thing that I see on social media a lot and on the news where they just keep spoon-feeding people fear on a daily basis. Like, you don't need to tell us that there's an asteroid that could show up either now or in 200 years, because no one reading that is going to be around. And like, you know, let's say it does hit us tomorrow. What are we going to do about it? It's like you can prepare for an asteroid. You know, I don't think we figured that out yet, how to like, protect, like you can't go in a fucking underground shelter to protect yourself from a meteor. We also happened to the dinosaurs. Wipe them straight out. Well, I don't know. That's a meteor, actually. Is that different to an asteroid? I don't know. Do I look like an expert in rocks here? The flyeth planets at high speeds? No. I'm a highly caffeinated prick who shouts on a podcast. You know? So <laughs> I'm, uh, I am really excited to be here. I'm having like a bit of a weird week, you know. I actually did try to do this podcast. You would have had a new episode last week. And something happened which sent me into a rage. Which was, I did a show. It was an hour. And as I finished, I didn't press record. I was like, you fucking, you know, every, there's just always something. I was literally shouting for about 20 minutes. I was screaming at God. 
And I don't even believe in God, but if there was one, I was screaming at it. I was like, you fuck, you just every fucking time. There's always something. There's even a chopper flying around my home while I'm trying to record. There's, there's just always something. I got neighbors arguing, dogs fighting in the street, people fighting in the street. I mean, I could not believe it. And that sent me into a full-on rage. And to calm down, I had to have a nice latte, you know, to compose myself. Because, I mean, there was no, there's nothing worse. You know? And then throughout the week, you know, I've been researching about New York. You know, because everyone knows I want to go out to New York and maybe do some shows out there, go and see some friends I have out there. So I was looking up online and in my head, it was going to be like way more expensive than I like than it actually turned out to be. I can get a return flight to New York and back to Cardiff, plus a hotel for 10 days, two grand. I mean, I couldn't believe it. It like, it made it seem more attainable because it, I don't know, for some reason on my head, I thought, well, I'm going to have to spend like, four or five grand it just it seemed quite far out of reach and i started looking up and got some really cool deals and they like it was like a hotel like by wall street you know there were some ones that were a bit cheaper but for if i'm going out there i don't want to you know slum it you know what i mean i want to get like a nice hotel even though i'm going to be out most of the time but i mean i couldn't believe it so now i have to just start saving up Put money away every month and I'm aiming for mid 2022 to get out there you know I just have to get a COVID passport now you know I've had the vax I've had my doses now I just need to get the correct paperwork and get my ass over there you know I'm going by myself you know I'm going to meet up with some friends in Jersey spend a few days around there probably go off into the city you know check out the comedy cellar you know, as a comedy club, I've always wanted to go to. And I'll probably check out some open mics, see if I can get some stage time. I definitely want to go to a live Legion of Skanks uh, podcast in the Stan Comedy Club. And I guess I'll go to, like, the Statue of Liberty and stuff like that. But, like, I don't know. I, I, it's not my motivation for going there to really see the sights. It's more of I want to go there and... Spend the time there like I lived there. You know what I mean? Go to a nice diner. Go and get a nice slice of pizza. Go and see some comedy. You know? Go over into Times Square. A bit of shopping. Stuff like that. You know? And because I've been listening to podcasts for so long, I... Obviously, I've never been to New York, but I know the names of places where to go. Like, I know where to get a good slice of pizza right across from MSG. I know the comedy clubs like the stand and the comedy cellar and open mics. I'm sure I'll be able to find some of those out there. And I know they do a legion of skanks and, you know, so I'm really excited to go out there. I got to be honest, man, when I saw how much it costs and I thought I can do that 12 months, you know, I'll save a bit more than two grand, maybe get three and a half, maybe four. And I can do it. I reckon mid 2022 and it's uh it's weird because i've wanted to go to new york 
for a few years now. It's before I started comedy, kind of when I was thinking about doing it and sort of just involving myself in that world. New York was a place that I set my sights on. LA also, but New York a lot more. You know, like, I don't know. It's just something about that place, man. And I've said, like, I would love to live out there. You know, that would be one of my big goals is to live in New York and do comedy there. So me spending those 10 days out there is it's really going to, you know, open my eyes. You know, I haven't traveled much in my life. Now, I've only left the country technically, you know, twice. I've gone to England, but I've gone to Cyprus on holiday for a week. And that's all I've really been. I haven't gone traveling. And I think I need it. I've, you know, I talk a lot about I want to get out of the city. I want to get out of this place and just experience new things. And, you know, I can't imagine what going to New York would do for me. You know, especially, you know, doing stand-up out there. Even though it's open mics, it's, it's, it's not what it's about. It's, you know, being able to do stand-up out there, you know, considering just what the last few years have been like. See, the last five years, the last 10 years, even just the, w- the way that my life has gone, you know, and managing to turn it around, ending up in New York on a stage. I mean, that would be it'd be crazy. You know, so I'm really excited about that. I'm going to put the money together, get my house out. I'm going to fly by myself. You know, I don't really need to go with anyone. And, you know, it's a bit of an inconvenience for people like, oh, yeah, do you know what? Go to New York. Like. You know, saving the money and stuff like that. And a lot of my friends got responsibilities. So they can't just be like, oh, yeah, I'll just go to New York for 10 days. You know what I mean? But I'm really excited, man. And thank God I have friends over there. You know, in New Jersey, Dave and Jay versus the world. Shout out to you guys. You know, I'll go hook up with those guys, do their podcast over in Jersey. They can show me around New Jersey and go off into the city. I'm, it's, it's going to be fun. I'm really excited about it. And Hopefully by that point, I'll have some more equipment and cameras and stuff to where I can film an episode of the Luke Hortman show over there. I mean, how cool would that be? The Luke Hortman show live from New York. I'll have Dave and Jay versus the world on a podcast as well. I mean, I'm really, really excited. I can't express how excited I am. That's why I keep repeating how excited I am. It's great, man. So, you know, I think it's like, I'm sure when I looked up the flights, it's like from the go from here to Amsterdam, you know, which is an hour and a half. Then it's like a five hour stopover, you know, so I'm going to be stopping over in Amsterdam for five hours. So things might get a little wild. I might stumble upon the red light district, you know, walk into a coffee shop or two. Well, what else am I going to do in those five hours? Just fucking sit in the airport like an asshole, you know? And then I think, from Amsterdam to New York to JFK airport. It was like eight and a half hours, something like that. But then there was also ones, because I think it depends what month you fly out on. Because when I was looking at June, it was like from here to Amsterdam, then it was like a 17 hour stopover. It's like, why would I do that? You know, that's going to cut into the 10 days I'm spending. You know, that's two days straight away, if not three, just on traveling there. So I think the month is really going to depend 
on the stopovers and stuff because July, it was only like five hours, which I'm happy about. And I got to be honest, I don't feel that nervous about traveling alone. You know, even though I've never done it before, it would just, I would just want to make sure that everything was, I wouldn't want any fuck ups. You know, like if I'm spending over two grand to get out there, I want to make sure everything's right. You know, I arrive at the airport on time. You know, there's no fuck ups with the tickets, COVID, the lockdowns and stuff like that. Like I, I want to just make sure to go smooth sailing. So I might have to get some help with that. You know, this is my first time traveling alone. So, but uh, I'm, not, I'm not nervous about it. Like, oh, is anything going to happen to me? I'm going to get robbed. Nothing like that. I'm more excited because it will be like, I'm living my dream, you know, walking around New York. Like it would be just be wild. I might get drunk outside the Statue of Liberty. You know, who knows? You know, I might have a drink or two when I'm out there. You know, even though I've been sober now for a couple of weeks and I'm going to keep that going. Uh, you know, when in New York, I think I'll have a couple. Why not? You know, I won't go to a club by myself and shit like that, but because, you know, who knows? People are like, oh, this British guy, what the fuck? And, you know, they're not really, well, I don't know. Like the accent, I think they can understand it. But because I'm Welsh, like we talk a little fast. That's why sometimes it sounds like I'm slurring my words on this podcast. It's just because of my accent. And, you know, sometimes I am slurring my words. I did get hit by a car when I was 14. What can you do? I might have a brain injury, CTE, you know, incoming, you know? But yeah, CTE is probably heading towards me like that asteroid's coming to earth it could show up anytime between now and 2300 um but yeah really excited about new york you know i'll keep you updated uh about when i'm going out there and i'm hoping to film some cool stuff out there you know it'll be an experience of a lifetime um what else has been going on oh if you've you've, you know you've probably noticed you know you've well not probably you've obviously noticed that I've got a new intro music for the Luke Cartman show, which I made myself. And it took me a few hours to make, but I started at like 9.30 in the morning. And, you know, I got off the computer at midnight. So it was a good, you know, 15 hours of trying to make this beat because I don't know. I just really wanted new intro music. So I thought, you know, I know a few producers, but, you know, they're always busy with stuff. And I thought, let me just try and make it myself. I've never made a beat before. You know, when I was younger, I wanted to do that. I wanted to DJ. I wanted to make beats. But, you know, I just kind of drifted away from it. Then I ended up in comedy. Like, I don't know. Com I just felt like I belonged in comedy, if that makes sense. And I thought, you know what? Let me try and make some music. So I uh, downloaded... MPC Beats is called, which, you know, they're not a sponsor of this show, but MPC, if you want to sponsor me, holler at me. And uh, I started looking at some videos on YouTube of like, you know, different patterns and just like the basics, looking at that for like an hour or two. And I thought, right, let me just try. I spent a few hours on it and I'm really happy with how it came out. For my first beat, I mean, not too shabby, you know, if I say so myself, you know. If comedy and podcasting don't work out, maybe I'll become a music producer. Who knows? I can do it all. You know? It was really fun making. 
But uh, initially, I was just getting pissed the fuck off of it. Like, I was like, oh, I couldn't do it. I was getting frustrated because it was so new to me. And I was like, oh, I just, I was getting annoyed. And I would like uninstall the software. Then I'd be like, ah, oh, let me try again. Then I'd install it again, then delete it and install it. I just kept getting frustrated with it. And then I just uh, started messing around. And uh, it was it was fun to make. And I mean, I thought for my first one, I thought that's not, that's not bad. You know, it was kind of, um, it was kind of like, therapeutic making it like I love music like I've said before like music was my first love you know I love hip-hop music and I love music of all sorts but specifically hip-hop so I thought let me just try and make like a hip-hop uh beat and I was like fucking hell maybe maybe that is something I will do like as a hobby you know even though technically comedy and podcasting is a hobby as of yet because I make no money Again, universe, God, thank you for that. Thank you for keeping me poor, you fuck. Um, but yeah, as a hobby, I'll, uh, maybe I'll do a beat or two every now and then. It was uh, just a fun experience to make. So, you know, who knows? Maybe old Lukey Trap Music over here will make like an album or some shit. Who knows? Um, <laughs> what else are we going to get into today? Oh, I found a really fun new story the other day which uh it's new stories like this that really get me excited for the asteroid to hit earth um right whales online put up a story and it's entitled there's a way to get a big mac and fries for less than half price every time so this is a money hack at mcdonald's for all you mcdonald's addicts out there or you fat fox who refuse to eat a salad you know, if you're an enthusiast of the fast food chain McDonald's, this is the story for you. Uh, right. It says fast and affordable. The two things most of us think about when deciding to eat out McDonald's. Uh, the things I think about the most when I go to McDonald's is fist fights, drunk people, arguing with the staff, people being sick on the floors, a lot of drunk chicks with their heels in their hands. You know, it's just an all-out brawl at McDonald's. Um, with more than 1,200 UK branches, it's not often you're left without the option of a Mackey D's when you're in a pinch. Yeah, that's they are 24 hours too. Like, that is the go-to. Like, if you're out drinking in town, it's like you're pissed up, four o'clock in the morning, let's head to McDonald's, you know, let's get a burger, let's, eat, let's sit on a bus stop, eating the fries out of a brown bag like an absolute animal. Um, now, however, your meal could become even more affordable if you can just keep hold of your paperwork. I mean, it's cheap as it is, but okay. A very simple way to get the meal for less than half price is doing the rounds online, and there's nothing to stop you doing it too. Well, there is, there is some things to stop you doing it. It's called pride. It's called, don't, you know, don't be an asshole here. Um, this is the exact process to do it. So listen carefully, everyone here. If you like McDonald's and you want to get your meal for half price, this is for you. Uh, number one, all you need for your less than half price Big Mac and fries is a McDonald's receipt that was issued no later than 60 days ago. Uh, number two, if you cast your eye to the bottom of your receipt, you will see a unique 12 digit code. Uh, number three, take that code and follow this link to the McDonald's Food for Thought survey. 
this tricked me into trying doing a survey. Right, so you take the code, right? It shouldn't take more than a couple of minutes and just ask for feedback on the meal you purchased. Ah, right, so you go, to, you take that code, go to their survey online, ask for feedback, you do that. Once this is completed, you will receive a five-digit code to write on your receipt. I mean, Jesus Christ. Go through all this process to get, you know, half price at McDonald's. Just pay the fucking money. Right, number five. Then next time you're feeling peckish, just take that receipt with a five-digit code to the counter and your receipt will be transformed into a voucher. Uh, the voucher applies to a Big Mac, filet fish or vegetable deluxe. I love what they try being healthy with. Yeah, we sell vegetable deluxes. It's like, come on, you're selling poison to people, you know? But anyway, uh, with a side of either fries or a salad. Oh, they do sell salad. I had no idea. I thought it was just deep fried garbage. Oh, so you can get a side of salad. For the reduced price of $1.99, normally a Big Mac and fries would set you back £4.79. That's not really a setback. £4.79 is a setback. I mean, come on. Uh, meaning you're now saving £2.80. Wow. With this new purchase, you will be issued a new receipt. And at the bottom of the receipt will be another 12-digit survey code. I mean, with the fuck you with the surveys. Uh, just repeat the above process to continue saving on your meal. I mean... Going through all that to get a Big Mac and fries and maybe a salad, you're not going to have the salad. Like, we all know. I, I know. You're on the, you know, listen, you're not having the salad. I mean, uh, I bet there is people out there that will do that too. Well, I don't know, actually, because a lot of people who eat McDonald's all the time, like they're saying, if you've eaten in the last 60 days and you've got a receipt, then like that's how you do it. It's like, just fucking pay the £4.79. It's not really a setback. Come on now. And listen, I've learned, I've learned something about myself recently that I've kind of known for a long time, but it really sank in recently that I am an asshole with money. You know, I get very greedy when it comes to money. Like, I don't do that character Lamborghini look for nothing. And while it is a character... There is some truth to it. I love money and I want it all. And I've learned about myself that I'm a real asshole with money. Like, I don't tip, really. You know, it's very occasional I do it. You know, it's just not a big thing here over in the UK. It's just, you know, tipping. You know, be sure to tip your waitress and tip the bartender and all this. Like, I know... In America, they do that a lot. So that's why I need to save up a little bit more money to go to New York, you know, because let's say I get, you know, a beer for a fiver, I'll have to give them like 15 for it. Like, that's just what they do over there. They're like, oh, well, they don't make much money. It's like, I'm poor too. What about me? Nobody gives me tips. You fuck. But uh, like I've learned, I really am an asshole of money. Like, let's say with taxi drivers, like there is a criteria that I have when getting in a taxi, which whether or not I tip you or not, there's a criteria. Like there's a reason, I've basically got reasons that I will tip you and reasons I won't. And it's a very intense game, my, cri my criteria for tipping you. 
You can gain it one second and lose it the next. And it's so easy to gain and so easy to lose. Like, let's say I get into a taxi and you talk to me. You lose the tip. Like, let's say, you know, the taxi journey is, I don't know, let's say it's going to be, let's say it's going to be six pounds. And I'm like, right, I'll, I'll give him a tenner. But if you talk, you lose the tenner. If you put on music, and I like the music, you gain the tip. I'll give you the extra money. If you, if you tell me a life story, you lose the tip. If you drive recklessly and endanger my life, you lose the tip. If you put the aircon on full blast without telling me, you lose the tip. If you show up late, you definitely lose the tip. If you show up, if you show up within three minutes on time, like you said, you get the tip. So this is a very intense game, my criteria for tip. And it's like, you can really gain in one second and lose the next. And you know what? I don't care. It's a fun game to play. Now, they don't know I'm playing it. They don't understand, you know, the stakes that are going on. They just think I'm sitting back there, you know, minding my own business. Fuck no. I'm waiting for you to slip up, but I'm also waiting for you to, you know, get in the game and make the right moves. You know, I've got taxis like, like five o'clock in the morning. You know, maybe I've woke up late for work. Oh my God, fuck. I'll get a taxi. Now at that early a morning, you know, I've only been up for like 10 minutes. I don't want to talk. I don't want to hear about your problems. You know, I don't care that your wife left you. That's what happens. You get married, you get divorced, you get with someone, they leave you. That's just that's the, the circle of it. That's what happens. The trick is to say single. Then no one can leave you. You know, and then they start telling me, it's just 10 minutes of hell. And I'm like, you're not getting the tip. And it's quite hard to recover from that. Like, if I'm in a bad mood, and you just start, you know, talking. I'm like, you're definitely, you're just not getting there for me. And I've learned that about myself. I'm a real asshole with money. You can judge me, but who cares? It's a fun game. Play along, you know? Take that next time you get in the cab. Or if you take an Uber, you know, play that game. You're like, right, they can get this extra five pound. But, you know, be cautious. Because, you know, I don't know. Um... What else we want to get into here? Oh, there is a fight upcoming, which I am really excited about. Is Jake Paul versus Tyrone Woodley. And this, when this comes out, it'll be within a few days, I think. I think 22nd, I believe. Yeah, I think it's the, the 22nd. And I got to be honest, this is one of the most, for me, one of the most exciting fights of the year. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. Which I think is great because a lot of people are so sure they're like, Jake is just going to get fucked up. But we still don't know. That question is still out there. What, how good is Jake? You know, we know how good Woodley is. We just don't know if he's still that good at this point in his career. We don't know. Now, listen. All, you know, the wind is blowing in Tyrone Woodley's direction. You know, 
I think Tyron Willie can definitely win this fight. He could definitely knock out Jake Paul. And the fact I'm not sure about Jake, you know, that, that's what makes for an interesting fight. You know, even if we just, listen, if people knew that Jake was just going to get fucked up, you know, I think maybe more people would watch it. You know, people don't like him. They don't like his brother, whatever. And they want to see him lose. You want to see the troll, so to speak, lose. You want to see this guy who, you know, has had a few fights. He's making millions. You know, a lot of fighters are bitter and think he shouldn't be making that money and stuff like that, which is, that's whatever. I think he's got himself into that position. You know, he deserves it all, 100%. And it's a great opportunity for Woodley, you know, gets more exposure, gets a bigger payday. Like, you know, he's making more money for this fight than he has in his career. So it checks all the boxes. It's a positive thing. And I got to be honest, if Jake Paul wins this fight, we'll go into the races. We are off to the races. Now, I don't think he'll get a Conor McGregor fight. I just don't think that's in Conor's foreseeable future. I just don't think he would take that fight because I think in his mind, maybe it would make him look like less of a professional. You know, I just, I just don't think it would interest him. It would generate a lot of money. They both make a fuckload of money, but I don't know. Nate, I don't really think he would either. You know, and there is some options out there. You know, I, but I don't think Jake's going to fight Tommy Fury. I think Jake wants to fight UFC guys in boxing. You know, and uh, the fight there's a cruiserweight too, so I'm not really sure what that is in boxing weight, like 200 something like that, maybe 190. So, you know, one middleweight, maybe Pablo Costa. You know, I know that might sound crazy, but that seems like someone that Jake could fight. No, I don't think Izzy would do it. You know, so there's options and. I suppose I have to make a pick for this fight. I'm going to go with Woodley. Yeah, I'm going to go with Woodley. I think he will get a job done. I think he will get the knockout. We can, we, you know, but we never know. If Jake goes in there and knocks Woodley out, here's the thing. People are going to be like, oh, yeah, but he's later in his career and stuff like that. Like, they're not going to give it up to him. Like, I think that's the position that he's just in. Like, no matter who he really beats, I don't think they're going to give him respect, which, you know, they didn't when he knocked out Ben Askren. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, but he's a wrestler. It's like, you know, give the guy something. You know what I mean? But I really am excited for that fight. And I'm going to go with Woodley, but I do like Jake. I like the Paul brothers. They're, they're cool motherfuckers. I know, I know the game they're playing. You know, they get a lot of hate and, you know, they, a lot of it they bring on themselves. But uh, they're smart. And you've got to give them respect for that, you know? So I'm team Paul, but I do think Wally's going to win this fight, you know? So that's what it is. Uh, why not get into one of my favorite segments on this show? One of your favorite segments on this show everyone's favorite segment on this show it is questions from the internet da -da 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 
Uh, question number one. How are there self-help groups? Exactly. How are there self-help groups? Ain't self-help so something... I can't even fucking talk. <laughs> Ain't self-help groups something you're supposed to do by yourself? Isn't that what self-help is by definition? You know, you're supposed to, you know, create a relaxing space, one that represents growth. And it's supposed to sit there and, you know, put beads around your neck and pray and be like, God, don't let me do heroin no more. I want to be a better person. Isn't that what it's supposed to be? You know, I could never go to a self-help group. Just people there, like, you know, listen to someone and be like, I'm addicted to pills and, you know, I can't sleep at night. I do nothing right. And I tried to top myself in a weight and I couldn't even do that properly. And just listen to this sob story, you know, and then some guy being like, yes, but you can do it. If you just work hard, you can do it. It's like, it's just the most general stuff with this self-help business. Self-help is fake. 100% is fake. You know, but you know, I guess they do something for some people, I guess. I don't want to say like a placebo effect, but I don't know. People just eat that shit up. People love that type of snake oil. Like self-helping. If you just work hard, it's like, no, you can work hard and it still might not happen. You know, if you work hard, good. You know, you definitely need to. But there's some, there are some things that are just out of your hands. And this is just life in general, whether you're trying to help yourself, whether you're trying to accomplish something, whatever it is. There's some things are just not in your hands. You know, there's right time, right place. There's luck. You know, it's just, it's a lot more than just work hard. You know, if you think, then you will be. It's not that simple. A lot of people got some screws loose. A lot of people can never help themselves. And a lot of like, you know, people can't help them either. You know, but I don't know, self-help groups, I guess. People like to go there and drink coffee and, you know, I'm a heroin addict. My family hates me and this and that. And it's just like, I don't know. Fuck how self-help groups are fake. Um, next question. Do you have any phob phobias? Do I have any phobias? Um, yeah. Homeless people. I'm like, I, I'm being honest and I'm like, when I go to a supermarket, there's always like a homeless person sitting outside there. And I just get like, I guess like anxiety that one of them is just going like to bite me. You know, or like they've got like a needle on them and they just got like, they're just going to walk up and just fucking juck me in the arm of it. And, you know, next thing you know, I'm on the floor fucking foaming at the mouth. You know? Yeah, I really am. Like, I do have like a bit of a phobia to homeless people. And also like, it's when I see homeless people, like it's so easy, I think, to be one. It's so easy to, you know, be living your life one minute, things going great. And the next, you know, you're sitting on a cardboard box with a McDonald's cup begging for change. Like that's so easy to happen to people. Like, you know, getting into like hardcore drugs is definitely, you know, a gateway to being homeless. You know, 
addiction seems to be like a big one that gets you there. You know, sometimes even if you serve in the military for years, you end up on the street somehow. You know, the government don't really look after you too well. You, look, you hear all these stories of, you know, you people were in the military, they were veterans, you're next to, you know, they're homeless and, you know, drinking and stuff like that. Like, it seems so easy, you know, to be homeless. But I mean, yeah, I have a little bit of a phobia of homeless people. Uh, whatever phobias do I have? Um, I can't really, th- I'm definitely scared of spiders, but that's not really like, I know it's like arachnophobia, but I mean, who isn't scared of spiders? Like big ass spiders that are just, you know, coming for you. I mean, um, snakes, you know, but these are more things that I'm scared of, you know, like cobras and shit. They just want to like, who are just like moving around and just stare at you and like jump at you. Like definitely have a phobia that like, if you ever want me to have a heart attack, just put a cobra in my room and I'll just walk in unexpectedly and like see her and just, you know, that's a old wrap on Lamborghini loop there, you know? Um, I have a phobia of whales, like blue whales. We all know that. I've said that a bunch of times on this show, like blue ass whales, like they just scare me. They're the biggest animal on this fucking planet. Why wouldn't you be scared? You know, like my worst nightmare is to be on a boat in the ocean and a blue whale goes past. I mean, I would just shit, you know? So yeah, they're my phobias. Uh, next question. How would you like to die? How would I like to die? Fucking hell, there's so many fun ways to go out. An asteroid hitting me is definitely a fun way to go out. Um, how would I like to die? I would like to be having a nice dinner, you know, having some pasta with maybe some family members that I hate and just die right there. Just be in my pasta. Next thing you know, I'm headbutting a bowl of penne and that's it, just a wrap. And everyone's sitting there just like, what the fuck? And then, you know, just go out in a rigatoni dream. You know, eating some nice pasta with a carbonara sauce, maybe, and just there, boom. Headbutt the penne. And then they gotta like deal with it. They probably continue eating their meal, to be quite honest with you. These fucks. You know? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I would like. Obviously, easily and like painless would be a great way. Like, I bet. Like, I know, like, getting hit by an asteroid sounds, like, quite bad, but I bet it wouldn't hurt. You know, I bet you would, it would just be a wrap. And, you know, you float off into the next, next existence, which hopefully isn't as hellish as this. But, you know, if it's true that heaven and hell are real, then, you know, I'm probably going to hell. And I, you know, I'm excited. Might be a fun time. You know? So, yeah. The way I would like to die is headbutt a bowl of pasta and then boom. That's a wrap. Uh, next question. What do you do when you're depressed? Um, what do I do when I'm depressed? I usually, I usually listen to music. Like sometimes, like when you're really depressed, you kind of like continue it going. Like if you're, like, you're feeling fucked up, you know, maybe you've gone for a breakup or something like that, or you're just feeling shit and you're really depressed about life and, 
you'll kind of like really listen to sad music and you'll just be like laying on the sofa with like a blanket over you. Just be like, nah, 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 just like, just singing yourself into even more of a deeper hole. Um, but I do listen to music. Like that gets me out of it. You know, when I start putting on songs that are like pump me up and stuff like that. Or I listen to podcasts, listen to comedy, stuff like that. Um, or I eat. Like I'll just be sitting there with some tracks of bombs on my shirt off, flexing the abs, and I'll just eat. You know, not ice cream, nothing like that. I'll just eat like a meal. I have some chicken and rice or something like that. That usually makes me feel a bit better. But uh, yeah, that's what I do when I'm depressed. Uh, next question. If you get £10,000 a day for every day you didn't masturbate, how many days could you last? Ten grand a day for every day I don't masturbate. That's a great question. I could last. I could last long. Because there is a loophole to this question. You know, you could just fuck. You know, masturbating and fucking are two different things. You know, if I and if ten grand a day was at stake, and I could, and if I could fuck, I could last. A few months, hundred percent. If I could fuck as well, you don't, you know, when you're like, when you're fucking, you don't need to masturbate. You know, when you're single, you know, you treat yourself. But when you're in a relationship and you're fucking, you don't need to. You know. So if there was right, but if there was ten grand a day at stake, but I couldn't fuck. Um. I think. If it was 10 grand a steak, I, I reckon I could do two weeks. Get a nice 140 grand. You know, I could go to New York 10 times over. I could get a new place away from neighbors that ain't complete assholes. You know, I could do a lot of good things with that money. If I, I think I could really be disciplined. I've really put my mind to it. You know, I can get two weeks, possibly three. But if I was in a relationship and I was fucking, you know, I could do, you know, I could do a lot. A couple of months, I think. Um, so, yeah. Next question. Um, are you a romantic? Um, I've, I've tried to be romantic. I mean, I, I suppose define romantic. You know, like I'll open doors and stuff like that. I'll cook meals, maybe, you know, do something cool, you know, for my missus, like, in that sense, romantic. Um, I don't know, I guess. You know. You know, I used to be bad at relationships when I was younger. I really did. Like, I've been in, like, quite a lot of relationships. Not a lot of them have been, like, serious. I'd say maybe one or two uh, were serious. Um, I always made, like, the wrong move. You know, like in my head, I was like, oh, this would be a cool thing. But it was just the wrong move every time. I didn't handle situations the right way. You know, I was a bit of like a yes man, you know, which, you know, you, you, it's just, it never works out if you're a yes man. Women don't want a yes man. They want you to be a man. I've learned that. They just want you to be a man. Um, yeah, I was really bad at relationships. But it's good. It's good to go through those shit relationships because then like and make those mistakes because then you just you go into your next one a bit better, even though like, you know, it's different every time. 
So if you just, you're, you're more well prepared. You're like, oh, well, I made that mistake in this one. Let's not make that mistake in the next one sort of thing. So yeah, I could be romantic. I like a candle for you. I cook a meal. Um, what else would I do? Yeah. Now, fuck you good. You know, have some good sex afterwards. Just the whole night. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, next question, John. Which is your favorite ice cream, junk food, slash dessert? Um, what's my favorite ice cream, junk food, and dessert? Um, I don't really eat them much. But if I was going to, it would be for ice cream, it would be mint ice cream. Uh, junk food pizza and for dessert cheesecake i reckon yeah mint ice cream pizza cheesecake for sure i mean during the lockdown i did indulge in those things a little bit you know i, I love pizza it's the best you're like if it didn't put so many pounds on you i would just eat it all the time i'd be a full-on ninja turtle just eating slices all the time you know, I can't wait to go out to New York and experience proper New York pizza, you know? Yeah, I would say that. Mint ice cream, pizza. With the pizza, I would say like it'd be barbecue pizza, pepperoni, cheese pizza. You know, I'm not really fussy. As long as there's, like, as long as there's not pineapple on it, we're good. Uh, yeah. And the final question from the internet. How much money do you need to be happy? Um... There ain't no amount of money that can make me happy. You know, I don't think that is. I think even if I had a mill, I would be happy with it. And I would be happy, but I would always want more. That's what I mean. Like money definitely makes you happy. A hundred percent. People say it don't. It does. It does make you happy. Well, it makes me happy. You know, I'm an asshole, though, you know, so it, it does make me happy. But I think ultimately, even if I had like a mil, 10 mil, 100 grand, there would still be a part of me that's just like, there's a void there. It's just a whole, like, you just need to fill it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I would say, yeah, if I had a mil, 10 mil, I'd still be shouting at people. I'd still be, you know, I don't know. There's, there'd be something that I would be pissed off about, you know? So, yeah. And uh, that was questions from the internet. Da -da 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 what time we are? 46. Oh, this has been a fun episode with everyone. You know, hope you're all doing good. Hope you're having a good week. And I'll be back with you all soon for another episode of the Luke Hartman Show. Take care, everyone. Peace. Peace.